Welcome to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry. Araya is an Emmy award-winning TV show host, producer, director, author, and so much more. In 1999, Araya was told she would never speak again after having her left vocal cord nerve removed during cancer surgery. But against the odds and facing adversity head on, she found her voice, literally. And now she uses it to tell great stories of hope and inspiration to help motivate entrepreneurs to earn more, live more, and give back more. Now, let's get celebritized. Now, here's your host, Araya McGarry. Hey, everyone. Welcome, welcome to Get Celebritized. I am so excited you are here with us tonight because this is my premiere of the show. First time, and I've got such a special, wonderful, fitting guest for this Get Celebritized show. And if you're not sure what Get Celebritized is all about, I'm going to tell you real quick. But I want to thank you for being here. This is live right now on Facebook and on YouTube every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time here in the Atlanta area. And then it'll be dropped as a podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts, whether it's Spotify or iTunes or all over the world. So I'm really diving into the world of letting people consume my product, consume my show, however they like to best. Because you may be in the car and you like to you know, consume your information and fun things and there are, you love to listen to podcasts or maybe you're the type that loves to watch a Facebook or YouTube. So I got you covered all the way around. You can watch me, hear me and all my wonderful guests. And so I'm so glad this is my very first one premiere. Today is August 4th, 2021. So we can keep account for this and we'll celebrate big on my 100th and 200th and all the way down the road. So with that, Get Celebritized is about helping entrepreneurs earn more, live more so they can give back more. It's about helping you find more visibility, getting more visibility, credibility, and profitability. And I'm going to bring on guests, like I have one waiting in the wings for you right now, that's going to help you shine the spotlight on you and your business. You can profit from being you. So your ideal clients will start seeking you out daily to pay you. Wouldn't that be nice that you don't always have to search and search and search and pay for ads to find your ideal clients, that they actually find you and they seek you out and they're your fans and they collaborate with you and they, they talk with you and they engage with you? it's possible. And so you are in the right place. This is the right show for you. If you want huge success tips, and I'm going to bring on guests every single week, they're going to pour into you success in their genre of expertise. And I'm only bringing you on the best of the best people who are further along probably than you are in at least one area. You know, we don't bring on there's never that one person that will maybe Oprah and Tyler Perry, but that is just at the top of everything. We don't have bringing people on that are at the top in an, in an arena. So today is going to be the beginning of that. And it could not be more fitting guest for Get Celebritized because this woman that I'm bringing you on is a superstar. She is not only a four-time 
best-selling author. She is a publicist. She is an international speaker. One of her mantras is find your voice, be heard by millions, and change the world. So if you're interested in doing that, she's going to come on and give you some great secrets and tips. And she's also going to teach you how not to break the bank doing it. So without any further ado, I'm going to bring on my special guest and my friend, Jill Lubin, to the stage. Oh. Hey, Jill. Hey, hey. So good to be here. I am so glad to be here as well. You are a perfect person to launch my premiere of Get Celebritized because that's what you do. You help celebritize people in business and you're going to talk about that in a second. So welcome to the show. I'm so delighted to be here. I'm excited. Uh, We're on the first one. <laughs> number one. You'll always be number one. This will be the show that they will all come after this one. So, but you know, with that, there might be a couple of little you know, snafuies and that's okay. You know, I always tell my clients, you know, done is better than perfect. Just get started, you know, jump in there and do it. You know, and all the TV experience I have and the Emmy that I have and all of this, still, when you try something new, a new platform, and I've never used this platform before, StreamYard, you know, you, we've used Zoom now for way too long. I mean, it works, it's great, but tonight's a new platform, new backgrounds. I've got new bells and whistles over here. And I also have a time frame that I have to be right spot on with. So I've got a lot going on in the background. So am I a little nervous? Sure. Could things go wrong? Sure. Do I mind? No, <laughs> because I bet I'd rather give you this opportunity to, you know, hear wonderful people like Jill, you're going to hear from in just a second, than me saying, oh my gosh, I have to make sure everything is perfect forever, you know, step foot, one foot in front of the other. other. So done is better than perfect. Whatever you're doing for the guests listening or watching, get started. Just get started. So Jill, you are amazing. You are a publicist. And what I want to start with, my very first question for you to get this ball rolling so you can pour in some success tips to these fabulous entrepreneurs that are going to be listening and watching is why did you become a publicist? Why PR? Tell us a little bit about your backstory. So yes, and, and actually now I'm a publicity strategist, different Ooh. than a publicist because I actually did start my career uh, in the music business, which was super great. Uh, and that was working at independent record labels as director of promotion and publicity. And then I did start my own PR agency. Uh, but I'll tell you, when I got tapped on the shoulder to write the book, Guerrilla Publicity, what was super about that was the opportunity to serve entrepreneurs in a much more affordable way, which I have yeah. dedicated my life to and now teach a virtual publicity course and do some consulting and, and frankly, shortcut a lot of ways that people can get in media without having to pay the expensive PR agency firms. Is that the biggest difference, Jill? Because you said you were a publicist, but now you're a publicity strategist. What's the key difference in that? And what does yeah. that mean to an entrepreneur? couple thousand dollars a month. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> no, meaning, meaning I'm a lot less to work with now uh, instead of being a PR agency, because what, I, what I've done is translated the things that I know work that people pay uh, a lot of money for. And, you know, often, listen, there's a lot of great PR agencies. Yes. And there's a lot of ways into the media that get you there quickly, simply, effectively, without costs and a fortune. So that's what I'm into now is, is helping entrepreneurs, small business owners, people really celebritize themselves affordably and simply. So I like, I'm liking that. 
I love that too, Joe, because now in this day and age, instead of us having to, as again, small business owners, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, we're not the big companies like Coca-Cola, Bank of America, and all that, that of course, you know, PR firm, and they have, you know, the, you know, five and $10,000 a month to spend to that. So I'm so glad you're helping to address the, the, the entrepreneur, which I believe is the heart of America, the heart of the world, you know, mom, pa, or operations, and women like you and me that, you know, we're entrepreneurs, and here we are. And instead of us having to spend five and 10,000 a month, you help us get the spotlight on us so we can earn five and $10,000 more than we were because you help more people know about them just like I do. So if I'm not into the PR world, I have a different um, you know, uh, expertise that I do right now too. So let's talk about that. What do you do for a business owner? So what I think is important is focus in on your message, right? Like what is it that you do that's completely um, maybe different. Um, I love people to use all aspects of who they are, ethnicity, religion, um, you know, your, your, your causes, because often it's, it's the very thing that will distinguish yourself. So I, that's a real key for how I work with people is get your message right and get it so that the media can say yes to you. Because here's the thing, the media wants you, needs you, they need experts just like you. And, and I want all of you to realize right now that you are experts and that you're, um, your well, power of what your message is. And that could be really anything you're doing is the first thing we have to figure out. What's the problem out there that you are solving, resolving, that helps you help others, right? Because with the media, what you know, what you all got to realize is that it's not about what you do or what I like to call beat the chest publicity, right? It's about what the readers, the viewers... And the listeners care about, I'll tell you, when I wrote Guerrilla Publicity, I was privileged to talk to media across the country. And for instance, Entrepreneur Magazine said to share with you that you got to be thinking ahead. So I like to say, plant your publicity garden, right? So mm, you, like yeah, you do it for now and you do it for three, six and nine months ahead. And then Fast Company, major business publication said, hey, we want you to be um, focused on what our readers care about, not what you want to promote. And so that's, yeah, that, exactly. these are important pieces of advice. They really are. You're saying you're so speaking my language, Jill. That's why I'm so glad you're my first guest because we both pour into people. I especially pour into mompreneurs and women entrepreneurs and business owners, especially those 40 and over, because that's when they tend to lose their dreams or they're coming back into the workforce after kids graduate high school and they, they really want to now, you know, jump in or, or maybe they're trying something new after the pandemic and they, they need now to, you know, get celebritized. They need that PR. They need more people to know who they are and what they do and the pain they solve. So I'm so on the same page with you that we've got to get them spotlighted, get more people to know the pain that they solve and get to know, like, and trust them. But the world has definitely changed in these last 18 months where social media is everything. So tell us a little bit about, you know, I'm a big promoter in don't try to do it alone. There's so many social media platforms. There's so much press you could get. And if you try to manage your own, you're never going to have time to do the business that you do. So if an entrepreneur comes to your business, small business owner comes to you and says, okay, I know here's my business. I have a client, you know, they're already established a business owner. They've got a pain that they solved. They're clear on their story, why they do this. And they're coming to you. What do you do for them? What's the next step? And what kind of results can they expect from working with you? 
Well, the biggest, um, one of the biggest things I offer right now is a, a virtual publicity course where I actually outline everything you can do and spill all the secrets, as I like to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, frankly, uh, there's ways to look like the big guys where uh, what I mean is, you know, the people are spending thousands of dollars a month. And and they're, they're sometimes so interestingly simple and highly cost effective, like. Um, are you following reporters on social yes. media? Yes. Yeah, that's local a good one. Local ones too. Do you like local? Because I'm always my to follow the local ones. But um, another caveat too. Well, tell me your opinion of this. We'll just have this little conversation. Um, I'm a real, um, I love telling people to not just follow the reporters, but let's say you're in the beauty industry or you're in the hotel industry. You follow the, the on-site reporter that does those reports because following the anchor, you know, I work on the Board of Governors with the Emmys and I work with all the anchors here in the Atlanta area. And if you're trying to talk to the one you just see on TV, you're barking up the wrong tree. You need the one that's the on-site, the on-location, Asian reporter that's doing the law, you know, if you have something to do with the law or that's over there opening up the restaurant, they're cutting the ribbon and showing you that, or they're at the, the fashion show or the fundraiser. Those are the reporters that you reach out to, those on location spe special report um, anchors. Is, am I correct? The, yes, and yes, I'm going to add in the producers. Um, you oh, yes. You want the producers of the morning show, of the night news, right? Um, and they are wonderful. You want the, uh, when you're talking about uh, the actual daily newspapers, let's say you're a lifestyle story, you want the lifestyle reporter. Let's say you're a business story, you want the business reporter. Let's say you're in real estate, you want the real estate editor. So there are different sections in, mm -hmm. particularly in print, that are really good. And then as far as TV, you definitely want producers um, are really key they really are that's a, that's a great tip to remind them of so what i deal with my my clients again there are a lot of you know busy moms they're they're i like to call them we're mompreneurs really because we wear a lot of hats and we're busy we're we're doing our business your programs or i know you have several programs you'll be coming up with even more programs is it a done for you like i know you're not a publicist but can somebody come to you like myself and say you know i know i could do all this but i don't have time to reach out to producers i don't have time to get myself booked but i'd love to get some press i'd love to get in some magazines some periodicals get on some podcasts are you do you work kind of like as an agent? Kind of talk to us about that. If if there's somebody that wants to just stay in their lane, do their job, and if somebody else do all that for them, speak to us about that. So I am a done with you. I'm a hybrid. I'm with um, you. And, Ooh, I like yes. That. And, you know, even if you don't have a team member, what I love to have people do is get a team member. I will coach them, give them the right words to say, how to pitch oh. to sound like a PR agency. And you're going to spend a lot less paying an admin who I will usually train to get the right words and have a script and actually connect to the media. So uh, you bet it's done. Uh, and it's typically, honestly, a lot less expensive. And if somebody needs something else, feel free to connect with me. I got some great referrals and happy to help that way. But I find in my system that people enjoy, they are getting great results uh, at a lot less because the script is there and the right way to connect with the media is there. And I have lots of shortcuts and hacks for how to get to the right people.
I love that because uh, you'll you'll train. That's the biggest thing to find good help. I know that's always an obstacle finding good help these days. Um, everybody wants a job, and not everybody should be doing the job. So, what's a couple of of uh, qualifications that entrepreneurs should look for when they go to hire that person that you're going to train? Do you have some specific qualifications you'd like them to have before they even try to get trained, or can anybody do it? Well, not anybody can do it. Um, I think having a a nice personality, right? Having Mm -hmm. it be somebody who is a little more extroverted than introverted, because it does require, honestly, uh, the opportunity to speak well. And anybody who's good at sales would probably be good at this, because it's still, in a way, the same thing. You're speaking to a media person to shall we say, convince them to um, connect to the person you're representing. And as long as they can follow direction, that's a good thing. I mean, you know, somebody's, okay. somebody is coachable. You're good. Oh, that's great. Okay, so coachable, so you can teach them. And how long does it take uh, to get trained? So if we bring you in a VA or somebody that says, yeah, I'll help you. I want to do this. This would be a great job. How long before they're ready to get on those phones? And, and is the phone even necessary these days? Or is it all done through social media? and email and texting and TikTok. <laughs> so it's, um, I think within 30 days, if not two weeks, frankly, at least the way I, I work. Um, and uh, I want people, you know, ready to go and quick. I, I am I am a waste no, no time kind of woman. The media doesn't have time to waste. Uh, and you've got to get to the point fast. Uh, so and yes, the phone absolutely works. People want to hear that human voice. Funny enough, it, since it's the least used tool, I want my clients to use it the most because mm. that's going to make you stand out, pick up the phone and connect, mm-hmm. right? And so that'll make a big difference for, for peeps. Uh, and I think uh, that's why I say having a nice phone voice helps. And then, yeah, it's follow up through email and other ways in social media. Those are the those are the things that bring uh, the sort of secondary connection back. Oh, that's 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 good to know. I know an idea of my, my clients getting them here in the Atlanta area uh, to my friends and the the anchor news and the producers all that that I know. I'm always asking them. I say, hey, I have this story. I have this person, and they always say, send them to my email because they do get their emails. They have somebody going through the email, trying to get them on the phone. It just you know in this area it doesn't happen, but they do like that email introduction too to start, and then that could lead to the you know, a phone conversation where they set that up, which is neat. So I'm giving good stories of some results that your clients have gotten because, okay, now, you know, the listeners and the viewers are saying, okay, this is interesting. Gosh, I could be in the news or I could be in magazines. I get a more podcast. More people can know who I am and what I do and the pains I solve. So give us some of the results that would happen should they make this decision to jump in and take your guerrilla marketing. What's the name of your program again? The one you have now. Publicity Crash Course. Publicity crash course. Love it. Okay. Yes. So a couple things. One is, um, you know, one of my clients, he, uh, he's, I, I, well, let me just start with, I feel very important uh, that it's very important that you um, connect and create that visibility factor based on use everything you've got. Use everything you've got, right? And so with him, he's Asian American. Now here's the deal. He doesn't he doesn't speak a word of Chinese. Here's what we did. We translated his articles, put it into Chinese, and then put his articles into the Chinese Times. Can I tell you one article? One article got him $7,000 worth of consulting business. He does instructional design. You know, we had to translate. Now you're talking. Like, yeah, isn't that great? Now you're talking like, yes. 
what is people's ears perked up on that because they yes, want to yes, know yes. Oh, well, any results you know why is, is this worth my effort absolutely um and one of the other things that i had him do was uh, retranslate his message because frankly being an instructional designer was not interesting but his story was so i retranslated his message and then one of the things we did was um create that chinese times piece and the other thing that happened was he actually got nine months worth of publicity because we rode a wave of becoming a virtual office warrior and and creating a visibility factor that really really helped him that was super Super great. One of my clients is a self-published author. She sold 42 books in 15 minutes from a technique I taught her on how to give a great podcast and what could work. So that was super exciting. And then a coach I work with, um, she she's in my uh, little bit advanced program, but she had taken the virtual publicity course, did one tactic I taught her and guess what happened? She got in her local, you mentioned local, she got in her local um, major women's magazine. That one article drove eight clients straight to her. Now that's called prospects and mm -hmm. five of them signed up. That was thousands and thousands of dollars. And I'm going to tell you, I saw the smile on her face when she came to one of our consulting sessions. And she said, Jill, I never thought, you know, she, she actually was transitioning from one career to another to become a coach. She really wanted to use publicity to drive her coaching business. She goes, oh my gosh, who would have thought that that one article would drive literally thousands and thousands of dollars of business? I think it was actually over $9,000. Now that's what I'm talking about, right? That's the power of what I know happens with publicity. And so happy that it really drives that trust, that credibility, that visibility, that exposure in the marketplace mm -hmm. and people saying yes to you. They really do. They really do. And that's one thing. And we all can, we all experience this. When you see somebody on TV, you read about them in an article, you see them in the newspaper, for so many newspapers, might be reading them online. Um, or you you see somebody of influence, influence interviewing them. You stop and you realize, oh, I remember seeing that person on that. And you instantly think, think that they are a professional. They're good at what they do because they're on some type of media. When we go to websites, you know, my website, your website, it says as seen on Fox News, as seen on CNBC and NBC. It matters. You're like this person is good enough to be featured in these, you know, in these platforms and in this media that it makes, you know, you stand up a little taller and say, Hmm, I think I'll reach out to this person. So it does give great credibility. And I'm always preaching this from the rooftop, you know, be seen, get seen, get on the right stages. And, and I'm really big about um, my clients getting on the right stages, you know, having the right audience there. Don't just go and be on everything or just be on any news show or in any daytime show or in any magazine. Really, where are your customers? Because if you're a therapist, you know, you need to be in psychology today. You need to be in, you know, on the, you know, the, um, the shows that are talking about that, that the audience is listening there and need, you'll go much faster. You know, you can get five leads that are good leads that heard exactly what they needed to hear on the show that they watch because they have that pain that you solve. Instead of just trying to do vanity numbers, well, let me get on the biggest stage I can when you just, there's a whole bunch of people listening, but not a lot of people taking action. So um, with that, I know that I was watching as I was looking up on you, you have, and I don't know if you can do this, if you can tell them or tell us a few of them, you have seven myths of PR. 
And I don't know if you can go over a couple of them with us or what are some of this, the myths of people, well, I don't need a publicist, which you're not, you're a publicity strategist, but people will still come off of this still thinking publicist, PR, and kind of group it together. So give us a little bit, if you can, of some of the myths that they might be thinking of as they're, they're mulling this over saying, hmm, this is interesting. I may take this step, but I may not. So tell us some of the myths. Absolutely. Well, one myth is, is that publicity is expensive, not the way hmm. Jill Lublin does it. And, and, <laughs> Love that. and we, we do it the guerrilla publicity way. So um, I think that's, a, you know, that's a myth. And there is a lot of very affordable tactics that you can use that get you out there consistently and persistently, which is what I want you to be. Um, I like the way you say you work with them. It's a done with you and not a done for you. And, you know, Publicity, like you were saying before, is all that's done for you, for you, for you. And that's why they, you know, $5,000, we'll do it for you. But, you know, it takes three or four months just for them to get started to get ready to do something. Right. So so how about that publicity is um, about other people? Like publicity, what you're listening to, what you're watching in the news, what you're listening to on radio, uh, you know what, my friends, that's you. Publicity is about you. In other words, you're mm -hmm. the experts that are seen and heard and connected to. You're the ones that your message matters. And so you are the news, my friends. Don't think it's like out there. You're the news. So I, I, that's really important. That's really important. Um, and yeah. Julia said something, too, you know, as I was watching, because I'm doing my homework on you. You said some great things. And I want everybody to go to your website. I'll put that back up in a second. Um, you said that... It's about, you know, what's in it for the viewer. Don't come to, you know, the, the stages saying, you know, look at me, look at me. Here's what I do. It's like, well, what do they need? What's the pain that you solve? And it's all about them. Like, here's what your viewers are looking for. Here's what I can bring to the table. Because at the end of the day, any platform and media you're looking at, it's all about dollars and cents to them. You know, will you give them value? Will you give their viewers value? Because they need more viewers. Let's be real. They need more sponsors. And if they don't have good, happy viewers, the sponsors aren't there. So they don't really care about you they care about what you can do for their viewers to bring more viewers in so they can bring more sponsors because it's about the bottom dollar because it's a business in the media as it should be which is fine so i love that you say that that it's not about us it's about what do the viewers need and so many entrepreneurs have a lot of Lot of, like a large menu. They can talk about several different things. So massage it depending on which show you're pitching or which periodical or which podcast. You know, tweak it, customize it for the viewer, not for what you want to sell them. But what does that particular viewer need? I think there's oh, your thoughts on that too. Well, I thank you. You summed it up beautifully. It's really uh, about the viewer, the listener, Right. And, and not necessarily you, but here's the thing I want to stretch that and say, then look at what's going on, you know, like with the Olympics and Simone Biles, anyone yes. who has been in mental health or any of my therapists I work with or anyone in that you know, arena, all of a sudden, like I, I'm calling them up going, get out there and talk. No. Get out there and talk. Yes, absolutely. And it's time sensitive, Jill. I keep telling you know people I know that it, the news is news for a minute. So if you wait on that and you're not ready, and I'm so glad you're on this show because I'm sure you help them get it ready. So their pitch is ready. Their one sheet is ready. They know the that their hottest topic. So when this happens, it's news right now. But it's not going to be news, you know, much longer. You know, it's the mental health will be. But the Simone Biles, the getting on it, needs to have already happened while that 
that was happening all last week. That was been the time where you could have been the expert in knowing what she's going through or touching on that aspect all last week in your local TV or your local radio and podcast periodicals. They don't, they're not going to care about it another week from now on that exact topic. Mental health, yes, but the, you know, the, the current situation is so time sensitive. So that, that's the piece is I want you to be looking for where you can uh, bloom right now and then plant your publicity garden for the future. Right. So oh, I love that. publicity garden. Yes. Plant your publicity yes, yes, garden. Yes. That's a hashtag. There you go. Publicity garden. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> love it. So what that means is you're looking at what are the hot topics? Now, listen, I've been doing some research lately and some I hot topics include transformation, weight loss, money, oh real estate mm -hmm. right um activism mm -hmm. these are mm -hmm. these are some hot topics like look to see where you can fit in with regard to even some of those i mentioned there are more but that's a good start that's How a great start fit? yes consulting that's because a lot of people are quitting their job and becoming consultants so if you're a consultant could you be getting in the news talking about how to quit your job and become a consultant yes you could <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. So if somebody's sitting here thinking that, okay, well, this is good. I'm, I've got a following on social media and I can reach out to, you know, some of the, the newscasters and I can reach out to this, that, and the other, and they think they could do it on their own. Tell us a couple of tips on what makes you, you unique and special to the business owner that you could do for them that maybe they can't or don't have time for. Give us some really good juicy things that, that you would do that maybe they're not thinking about or only you can do for them or you can do better than them mm. or us. Yes. Well, one thing is, honestly, with, you know, 25 years in the PR experience, I do know what media wants, what they need, mm -hmm. and the shortcuts and the words to say so mm -hmm. that they say yes to you. And I will tell you, media people are somewhat trained. I'll just, I hate to say it, but mm -hmm. true to kind of avoid generally the general public, right? So sure, yeah, absolutely. will they listen to you and me? Yes, because we're professionals, because we can uh, speak their language and speak it in a way that doesn't waste their time. They don't mm -hmm. like people who waste their time. So I know personally how to do that, how to speak their language, how to make it um, accessible and interesting. I know how to mold stories because here's what I find. You who are watching this, you're in your own box. And mm -hmm. as much as you love what you do and you're passionate about it, I think that's a beautiful thing. Use that in your messaging. But frankly, people like me and, you know, we understand how to how to take your message and make it accessible and more powerful and shave off the, you know, the fat, so to speak, the things that don't work, the, the things that are too much blah, blah, blah. Right. <laughs> Media doesn't like blah, blah, blah. They want no. you to get to the point, but you got to have a good point, a sharpened point. Mm -hmm. And frankly, I know how to sharpen the point and make it so that it's translatable, so that it's relatable, so that it's interesting and that you speak in sound bites. This is another mm, important yes. thing, right? You got to be speaking yes. in sound bites and make it interesting to consume. And make sure you think of it. You know, when I, I have my, uh, I have a get celebritized, um, celebritize your business program and a profit for being you program. And in there, I do help train, train them on how to speak and just in networking. I mean, we don't go over what do you go over getting them into the press, but I help them be ready for networking, interviewing, introducing themselves. And when somebody, you know, is either with whether they're interviewing you or whether they're, you know, meeting you at a, at a networking event, whatever, and they say, how are you doing? And then you go on and tell them, you know, it's like wrong. No. <laughs> it's 
dictates life, make it concise. They don't care about where you were born at that moment and all your experience. It's not the time to throw up your story. So you, the soundbite is so important. You get to the point, tell them how you how they are. The next question somebody would ask you is, you know, so what do you do? Kind of like, why are you here if you're at a networking event? Or the host, if you're on a show, is trained to ask you the right questions to get to your point quickly. So as they're trained for that, the client has to be trained the same way. Get to the point, get to the story, get to the meat of the story, Get and be very conscious of the time. Because if you get three minutes on air, that's a lot of time and you have to get it all out. So do you help train them? Do you have like a TV uh, training course or podcast training course for, for your clients that need to brush up or get ready for the interviews? They may be nervous about that. Well, not a particular course, but we actually do it in private sessions where I, oh, can, great. I play in media with them and help them. So I'm always supporting people to get those sound bites going because you have to be ready, like you said, thank you, in a hot minute, <laughs> right? But the yeah. truth is you're going to have three to four minutes. When Profit of Kindness came out, I was on seven Fox TV news interviews in the first eight days. I didn't have time to think about what's my message, right? And an average typical Fox News was uh, four minutes. I timed them. Four minutes and 20 seconds were, were the typical time. Now, most people haven't even gotten around to their main point in that right. time. And, and you know, here's the thing, my friends, you don't have time to waste. Um, right. And your your message is powerful, but you got to get to it with- And lead them somewhere. You yes. have to lead them somewhere too. Don't just, oh, it was nice meeting you, nice being there. And they don't know, they're like leaving with deer in headlights. Well, where do I go? How do I get more? How do I get in touch? You know, they'll put your website up on it. Like, you know, I'm doing now for you, but you're telling, you're getting to the point. You're telling about a program you have. You're telling about the books that you have. So we're like, oh, I know what I want. I'm going to go to this website, jilllubin.com for those listening. And I'm going to, you know, I know that I like this. I want to see more about her books, what she has and about her, all of her um, programs. So lead them somewhere for sure. Right. jilllublin.com, right? Lublin, and here's, yes. Yes. And so here's the thing. Um, when, you know, so this is an interesting thing. People, uh, when they're on TV might make mistakes because those, those people are going so fast. What mm -hmm. you want to do is you want to double check. It's called the Chiron, which you did beautifully, by the way. And, you know, and make sure that the, the name, your name is spelled right. Like how, like what an obvious thing. You'd be surprised uh -huh. how many people aren't checking things like that. Is the name spelled right? Is, is um, your product spelled right? Do they have your right phone number? Whatever it is to connect with you, please make sure it's right. And here's the other thing, before I go on a podcast, um, particularly if people can't see me, I'll say, hey, you know, my name's Jill Lublin, right? And it, so instead of pronouncing it any other way, they know right away mm -hmm. how, to, how to say it. So always have people pronounce your, you help people pronounce your mm -hmm. name and just say, hey. Like, my name. <laughs> yes, exactly. And make it really easy for people. Uh, that's great advice. Is there a um, a client that's not right for you? Like, like, like just not, and whether they're not ready for you or they just would not, like we're not a good fit for everybody. So tell us about a person or a business owner or somebody that just isn't right for, for you and what you do. Well, you know, honestly, I've worked in multiple industries, some of which I had no idea what they were saying when they came to me, which is why they came to me, so that I could help translate them. Um, so I have worked across industries, and I work primarily with speakers, authors, consultants, coaches, and what I call small business owners, right? Um, okay. You know, but Phillips Corporation brought me in. I worked with the director of marketing and sales there. Uh, so what I'd say is you're not ready for me if you 
you're not ready to put your message to the world. And by the way, you can do it in ways that are comfortable. First step, second step, right? Mm -hmm. Might be local and then national. It might be, you know, everybody is different. And I look to the comfort level of where that person is. And so I like to meet people wherever they're comfortable and then take them the next step. So obviously being coachable, being open to some ideas. I had a gentleman who is a commercial lender and I have to tell you, he was in my virtual publicity course. He went on to work with me one-on-one -on -one and, and he's been blind since the age of seven. And I wow. said, yes, but nobody used to see him because all his work was by phone. I said, but Don, that's what's so interesting that you've been blind since the age of seven. And now you're you know, doing the work you do. You're an MIT graduate, obviously a very smart guy, but he didn't want to use it. He was actually quite resistant to it. Mm. And, and I convinced him somehow that why it was important. And we actually included it in the press release, included it as part of his story, as part of his use everything he's got. Well, here's what's interesting. His person who I was working with in the training, remember I told you that I uh, help uh, load, lock and load people to actually- Lock and load them. <laughs> yes, to pitch and to get out there. And his person called me and they were jumping through the Zoom. They said, Jill, thank you for insisting that we use this. He said, because the Financial Times, only the biggest money newspaper in the world, the Financial Times uh, included Don's story. And the reporter said to him very specifically, she said, you know, I like your story about how to get a loan in troubled times. She said, but you know what I really liked? I really liked the fact that you've created this amazing career, that you're helping people get and make more money, and that you've been blind since the age of seven. I thought she said that that put the heart in your story. Huh? Exactly. The <laughs> heart in the story. Exactly. The realness in the story, the power, the people, you're the people in the story. People do wanna feel you. They do wanna know you. So if you got something, let's use it. <laughs> You got it, flaunt it. Come on. I love it. And that brings me to you. You touched on something a moment ago, and I wanted to circle back to it because on your website, I was noticing this kindness circle with your host, Jill Lublin. And you know, everything that I do is about living your legacy and being an inspiration and helping others and making the world a better place. When I saw that, that was one of the questions I wanted to say, tell us about this. It's not all about making money and getting celebritized. It's about also making the world a better place. And this kindness, I'm so interested in knowing a little bit more about your kindness circle. Tell us about that. Yeah, thank you. So when yeah. The Prophet of Kindness came out, that's my latest book, um, and by the way, now it's in India. It's in Russian. Ooh, ooh, so excited. Oh my gosh, The Prophet of Kindness. What a yes. great book. Where do we get these one. books? Yeah, tell us the, the four names of the books real quick too. Oh, sure. Prophet of Kindness, Guerrilla Marketing. Guerrilla Publicity, actually. Publicity, oh, sorry, Publicity. Yes, Guerrilla Publicity, Get Get Notice, Get Referrals, and uh, Networking Magic. Those are my four books. You can go to jillublin.com and it'll take you all the way through to Amazon and our favorite places. And you just go to my website though. It'll take you through all the normal channels and you can get all I the books. It. Great, so Profit From Kindness. What is that? How do you so, profit from kindness? Well, you actually, um, when you use kindness in your business, what happens is that uh, the, the 
well, let's just say the kindness coming back to you multiplies. And what I found in writing The Prophet of Kindness is that when you're um, connected to kindness, it's great publicity, <laughs> you know, for you, for your business. And when you're interested in helping people and making the world a better place, as you say, yes, um, that is going to circle right back to you. And here's the other thing we found out. People are happier. Your clients are happier, more fulfilled. They tend to be repeat customers. And the, everyone around you tends to be happier when you're kind. So practicing mm -hmm. conscious acts of kindness is what is powerful. So to that end, God inspired me to do something called uh, the Year of Kindness. And literally when COVID hit, I said, we're going to do it now. And so every month- You should have called me. I want to jump in on that. <laughs> well, my dear, it's, it's not, not too late. It's not too late. Absolutely awesome. not too late. And um, what we do is once a month, we come together on Zoom and we create and spread kindness to each other um, and ask and give and receive in a business context about right. kindness. I also have amazing, isn't that cool? We, I have amazing thought leaders who come on like Bob Berg, who wrote The Go-Giver, and John Asaroff, who's amazing with the brain. I mean, great, amazing thought leaders who come in and contribute to your success, right? And then- And how do they join? How does somebody that's listening oh, join? Yeah. Thank you. I mean, you go to Jill, yeah. you go to yeah. jilllublin.com. Okay, slash, and it's there. Slash year of kindness year of kindness yeah okay so, and then it, is it like a membership is it you know how does that work for the whole year um wonderful very affordable investment of 97 dollars, oh. and and you get to come to the summit we're gonna have in november uh and so super excited about what we're offering here it's jilllublin.com slash year of kindness uh and where's the in. summit gonna be Oh, I, I'm in. I'm, I'm going to be doing that after the show. Where, um, you had me a kindness. <laughs> where, um, is the summit going to be? Like, where do you Virtual. Gonna... It's virtual. We're going to make everything oh. virtual. So, because I, yeah. I do have in the community, we're about 200 strong right now, um, people from all over the world. And so I want people from all over the world to continue practicing kindness. And the best way to do that is one hour a month on Zoom. Very simple, uh, very, very effective. Jill, you are my soul sister. You do, you know, celebritizing people, you help them with their marketing, their branding, their publicity, their, their, and their kindness. And you have it all wrapped up in for good causes. And I just, we were separated at birth. I'm just saying. So I am in, I'm so excited to be, you know, part of this. I'm so glad that I started the podcast and the show just so you could be my first guest. And now I know why even more because you just have the whole package. And it's so great to work with people that also give back because, you know, my motto is earn more so you can live more so you can give back more. And that give back piece is so important. And what goes around does come around. And, and, and I know you want to give, you know, kindness on purpose, but then it becomes a habit. Then it's just, you know, and maybe we forgot how during the, the, you know, a time in your life, and maybe you're getting beat up emotionally or spiritually or people all around you are not being kind. And it's, it could be easy to go down the wrong rabbit hole, but be kind anyway. And it will start, you know, rubbing off of people around you, even though there's times when it's easier said than done. 
do that. And it will be much easier if you surround yourself with other kind people. So I'm always telling telling people, you know, surround yourself with great people, great minds, because you become like the five people you hang around with most. So why wouldn't you be a part of this, this community once a month to get your, your big dose of kindness in the business sense as well? So I love that. That is absolutely phenomenal. So yeah, just count. Well, well, I'm going to offline. I'm going to find out when all the details are. So jilllublin.com backslash year of kindness. But you know what? After after the year, I'm sure it's going to be lifetime of kindness because we're never going to stop. We're never going to stop. And uh, just so excited about that. That's great. All right. With that, tell us about the the books. I want you to tell us just kind of something a little, little fun. Do you have, since you're in the publicity world and you've been in this business for over 25 years, you've been around the block a few times with, with the world of marketing and publicity. Do you have a great celebrity memory or maybe a favorite celebrity or moment in your life that really, you know, was a highlight, whether it was a special stage you're on, special, I know you've, you've been on some amazing stages with some amazing people, even my my other friend, Zig Ziglar, that, you know, you know as well. So any kind of highlights of your life with some people that we may know? Okay, I have to tell you two, they'll be short. Um, one is being on the stage with Tony Robbins. Oh, uh, wow. Yes, yes. I actually got picked uh, to uh, for his ultimate business mastery school and uh, to give you know s- sessions on publicity and here's what's interesting do you know I was only one of 24 speakers and the only woman <gasps> so, look at you go yeah 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 so I went out and bought a dress <laughs> and of course it was magnificent and a truly a great experience and what a blessing to uh, teach and be with his people and uh, shaking his hand. I remember my hand disappearing in the arms, <laughs> the arms of a giant. He's truly a giant in Gentle many, many giant. ways. Um, his so, son is amazing too, Jared yes. Robbins. I've worked with him. He is salt of the earth. So is his uh, now wife. They were just dating at the time when I spent time with them in New York City. And he's I'd say he's a chip off the old block, but he's not. He's a man of his own. With he is so incredible. Jarek Robbins, another one to look up. He's just just as fantastic, just as fantastic. Absolutely. And then my other favorite publicity story is I got actually hired uh, with Robin Williams. Oh was, my gosh! Yes. Oh yeah, it was amazing. He was actually had worked with him twice. Um, he was shooting a film called What Dreams May Come, oh, uh, and. And the producers hired me because they actually had known me from other ways. Uh, and you know what my job was? You're going to laugh. My job was to keep it quiet because mm-hmm. Robin Williams is such a big spirit and amazing. <laughs> and, you know, everybody, and he, they were filming this in San Francisco. And we actually had to keep the press from leaking it. Oh what? my gosh. Yes. I what thought a, you mean you had to keep Robin Williams quiet. I'm like, well, good oh. luck with that one. <laughs> no, no. And in fact, Robin Williams was so funny. I remember the other thing I was doing with him was creating a music video. And he was so funny that we could hardly shoot the video because every time he'd come up with some, you know, course, Robin so Williams kind of things that he does, that was what he was known oh. best for. And we could hardly shoot the video. It was so funny. He's just so funny. And it was oh, such that's a memory you never forget. Uh, yes, to work with him twice. What a blessing. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic! I was, I went up growing up in New York City. I was, I was at the Roxy roller rink, roller rink. My age is showing in the roller rink back in the 
probably early 80s, maybe late 70s. And he was there roller skating when he was on Mork and Mindy. He had the suspenders on. He was roller skating. He was high five and everybody just having such a good time. So that was like my brush with Robin Williams. And I've loved him so much ever since Mork and Mindy. So that's always fun part. Just going to share memories of people that you might know. Other people will know as well. All right. As we wind it down, we've got about eight minutes left. So with that, I end every show with a rapid fire of questions. So what I'm going to do is ask you a couple of quick questions, easy questions. They're just right from the heart. And I want you to just kind of answer them. No, I don't want you to answer. Them. I'm going to answer questions. Don't answer. <laughs> All right. My rapid fire questions for you, Jill, is first one. What is your big dream um, for yourself? Like if you could be anywhere or interviewed or on anybody's show, Oprah, TEDx, whatever. What's your big dream? Mm. Um, so I want kindness keepers throughout the land. Uh, mm. That that's part of my legacy, and that and a and a not probably a daytime show because that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> but I definitely want a TV show, and probably doing it like this, you know, in much easier ways would be a super way to do it. Because um, I just think, you know, like what you're doing, this is, and of course, understanding media, I just know the power of this, and I always have loved the positivity of media and the way that we can make a difference with it. So that's how I want to make a difference. Oh, good for you. That's good. Okay. Number two, this is a fun one because you know, everybody's always saying, I've read any good books lately, but I'm a TV movie person, of course, being in the business. Is there a special TV show or movie that impacted your life or career in a special way? Mm, probably Oprah. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. I mean, who doesn't want to be Oprah, right? That's and, right. Um, Talk about making a difference. So it, it would be Oprah. She's oh, my Shiro. Oh, you're Shiro. Would you rather be on her show or be an Oprah? Mm. I, I definitely wanted to be on her show. Let's start there. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> you'd be your own person. So even better. That's awesome. Awesome. All right. Best coach or mentor you ever worked with? Mm. I, uh, I've actually been blessed to work with quite a few, I believe strongly in them. Uh, and I have different kinds of coaches. I always have like one will be really great at sales and marketing. Another one might be a spiritual coach. Um, and, and another one might be a sales person, a sales coach. Another one might be a physical fitness coach. So I yeah. believe strongly in a cadre, a circle of coaches who help me because, you know, what I learned a long time ago is if you want to be a good, uh, and successful person, you've got to have a team. And in my team is coaches. Yeah, you're right. Every coach should have a coach. You should never hire a coach that isn't being coached by somebody ahead of them because the school is never out for the pro. And I, I heard that people like Tony Robbins, you know, had like five coaches and Oprah has, you know, her spiritual coach, her, her business coach, coaches like in every genre. So I'm so glad you said that's so important to have multiple coaches and don't go cheap when it comes to coaches is my advice. You just don't go cheap. You need people better than you, smarter than you, because otherwise, why are you hiring a coach? So go, that's where you invest your money, because that can make the difference in everything that you do in your business. Um, okay, two more questions. What celebrity or famous influencer do you want to have dinner with most? And what's the first thing you would ask them? Mm. Might be back to Oprah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I definitely want to have dinner with Oprah. Just saying, can they be dead or alive? Yeah, dead or alive. All right. Abraham Lincoln. Ooh, I, I want to talk to I want to talk to Abraham Lincoln because he's got a quote that I have up in my office and that I live by and that is whatever you are be a good one. Oh, I like that. Yes. I like that. So what's that first question? Oh, my first question. What do you feel about doing one of the 
biggest acts in history that have made such an impact. How does that feel to you? That, and honestly, mm -hmm. I'd probably ask him about the depression, which, you know, nobody really talked about, but he was a pretty seriously depressed human being yeah. from what I understand. Back to mental and, health. Yes, and I'd like to know how he made such an impact and had such difference on a really, wow. you know, kind of a tough life. And he actually was self-educated. I mean, he was just so interesting to me. That and- and great I answer. Helped, Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I love that person. Oh, I just love that. Most people, you know, say, you know, celebrities now, but that's a great one, great one. And last but not least, in all of this, the most important question I ask everyone, which is so important when I almost died of cancer, we've all probably had some kind of brush with death, whether it was our, our own or somebody close to us, is how do you want to be remembered? What does that dash look like to you? If somebody says, remembering Jill, what do you want them to say? She was kind. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, and on that, we just lost her. Perfect ending, though. Jill Lubin wants to remember to be kind, and absolutely, she will be remembered for being kind. Don't know how we just lost the connection, but that's all right. Jill, you're a wonderful guest. Thank you so much for being here with us tonight, and we will definitely have you back down the road to find out more about your year of kindness, because I know that's going to turn into a lifetime of kindness for all, and I'm going to Put up her her website again is jilllublin.com and mine is follow me on all of your social media as well and i hope you got some wonderful tips and hacks and tips tips and tricks and hacks about doing your own publicity reaching out to somebody like jill that can help you with you do this and become the celebrity in your industry and i think she's coming back on the line now there you go okay she's coming right back we only got like a minute left anyway there you go i didn't touch anything i didn't take you off yeah all of a sudden you disappeared <laughs> my hands weren't on the on the controls but we're wrapping up anyway i'm telling everybody to reach out to you thank you for being such a great guest and yes I've, I was talking while you were in in, in uh, the matrix there that you will be remembered for being kind. That is your goal. That's what you're working hard at. Count on me to part be a part of that year of kindness. I want to be part of that group, that, that brainstorming. Last word, you've got 60 seconds to say a last word, Jill. I'll give it to you. Well, first of all, thank you. Thank you for having me. And I want to really remind all of you that your message matters. Let's get it out there. Have, um, have it have it your way, so to speak, with influence and impact. Jill, thank you so much. Thank you for being our first guest on Get Celebritized. I hope everyone got so much out of this and we'll replay this and share this. And I hope they reach out to you at jilllublin.com and jilllublin.com backslash year of kindness. You're amazing, Jill. I'm so glad you're in my life and in my world and in my networking experience because you really can take them to another level and get the spotlight on some really great people as I do the same thing here and what I do with Get Celebritized. Jill, thank you again for being here. And I was saying while you were gone, want to have you back several months down the road to find out how your year of kindness is going. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm just going to take you off of, of here right now. And we are going to go to the end of the show. Thank you so much for being here with us. We thank you. Come back next time. Catch the show on podcast, anywhere you listen to podcasts and live. And from me and from Jill on our first premiere of the show, you go out there and, and earn more so you can live more, so you can give back more and you can get celebritized. I love you all. Until next week, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern, or I'll see you on the podcast. Have a great night, everyone. Bye for me. Thanks for listening to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry. We hope this episode inspires you to earn more, live more, and give back more. 
To learn more about Araya, visit her website, arayamagari.com, and make sure to follow her at Araya Magari Productions on Instagram, and join her on Clubhouse at Celebritize Your Business. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Thanks again for listening to Get Celebritized with Araya Magari.